This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. So much applause break. I'm like waiting for the crowd to calm down. Everyone's so excited. Huge audience. Live audience. It's a live audience here in front of us and they're all so excited to be here. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Uh, My co-host Dr. Eddie is bringing us all public health knowledge, sex related. We are so happy to have him here. And then uh, to my right, I have the lovely, talented comedian, writer, podcaster johnny mitchell say hello to the people yeah give it up oh no applause no applause <laughs> Woo! Nice. the people they're so excited they're so excited they have spoken they have but you people really should be excited because this episode we are talking about stis and now we've mentioned this in the past but i feel like we just didn't have enough time to go through it so we've brought it back we're going to talk about it all we're going to talk about the drips the sores the good the bad the ugly and we're going to address uh, what's in the public right now, which is monkeypox. So mm. it's huge. So let's figure out what is going on in the STI area. So obviously, sexually transmitted uh, infections are caused by bacteria, viruses, and other organisms. Mm. Treatments depend on the cause of the infection. So bacterial infections can be treated and cured with antibiotics. However, some bacteria are becoming resistant to antibodies, making treatment uh, lengthier and more difficult. Viral infections are generally not curable, but medications can be used to like ease the symptoms and increase the time in between symptom flare-ups. Um, so drug resistance we know can also be seen with some of those viruses. Um, other organisms, um, organisms, that's correct, um, include parasites, fungi, and I don't know this word, proazonto? Protozoa. Protozoa, what is that? I don't know what that is. Dr. Uh, Eddie, uh, <laughs> there's big words that I'm not familiar with here. Just a different a different classification. Okay. No. But uh, made me look really dumb, so no more of that. No, just kidding. <laughs> Everything can has, uh, has the ability to make me look dumb, don't you worry. Uh, these are treated with antibiotics or other types of medication, of course, depending on the organism. So... Um, I like to say that STIs are just a cold for your vagina. This is not Dr. Eddie talking. This is fully me in my world of porn. I feel like the stigma that comes with um, getting a sexually transmitted, transmitted infection is so high and for no real reason. You can get an STI as simply as you can catch the common cold. And, and uh, all it really is is just a little time off. I mean, for me, it just means a week of vacation. So I'm never too upset by getting an STI because I feel like sometimes I work a little bit too much and I, I need the break. So um, so There should it's be not a government insurance for that, you know? It's like family leave. It's not something I'm necessarily like too upset by because I understand it happens. And if mm. you're having sex, it is something that can happen it's just a part of it so um i think we need to discuss the different types of stis because we have two types we have drips and we have sores right right that's just a classification classification that's just to simplify it right so they're not typically they're not typically categorized that way. Oh, okay. okay. We're just categorizing. <laughs> We're them categorizing that way. Them <laughs> the drips are the tears that you <laughs> shed when you find out you got the big one. 
So, but let's talk what drips consist of. We're talking about more gonorrhea. We're talking about chlamydia and bacterial vaginosis. Uh, three of my personal favorites. Uh, I <laughs> BV is a is an STI. I thought that was just a, a curse. Well, so it's an infection. It's a bacterial infection, mm. is what it is. Oh, okay. Something I am incredibly familiar with uh, is BV. So, and I mean gonorrhea and chlamydia are things I'm. And you're susceptible to it for, for a variety of different ways. We mm. had discussed it previously in yeah. relation to douching and changing yes. the PI of the vaginal flora. Mm. Yes. And so all of those things make you susceptible to other Right. Things. And also, that's how I feel why I don't necessarily like uh, dildos because I feel like sometimes dildos can be carrying extra like bacteria. Even though I wash them before I insert them, I just feel like there's still some like bacterial in it and it's just upsetting my pH. And I just feel like sometimes I get BV after using a dildo. Mm. I feel like Horrendous. kind of anything that can like throw me off. Kind right. Of cause it for me. My well, vagina I mean, is super sensitive. Yeah, those are fascinating things. <laughs> <laughs> they are. There's so Douching. much going on down there. There is. Douching is a has a direct a direct effect. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm killing this, healthy, 80s? killing healthy my bacteria. Right. right, right. It's like probiotics for your pussy. You got to right. have pussy probiotics. Right, pussy probiotics, and uh, that's a good way to look at it or think yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 And then sores, of course, we're going to be talking about syphilis, uh, general herpes, genital, not general, Jesus, genital herpes. Um, <laughs> general herpes. Sounds like uh, the <laughs> guy on TV herpes. selling you insurance. And the not, general. And not to mention monkeypox, which is a new disease in which we're seeing um, kind of not staggering numbers, but the numbers are definitely doubling with pretty um, regular consistency to a scary um, number because uh, monkeypox is more it is obviously a sexually you, you get it more from a sexual like type interaction but you can still get it even from hugging a person so like a it's skin to skin sure. skin to skin wow interesting so that's if, how they said you used to get aids from a door handle remember that <laughs> back then it was called grid gay the, the, the gay yeah the, really yeah. the gay cancer is my yeah. oh i didn't know grid. that yep, yep. Wow, what year was that? That's brand new. 81? No like that. way. 81 through 85. Wow. No. I'd, ha I'd, have to, I'd have to check that. That's like recent. That's super recent, I feel like. Well, I mean, they didn't even want to mention it. Like In politics, they wouldn't even yeah. name it for right. years. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this was the conservative. This is the Reagan, uh, you know, conservative Christian well, they've, 80s. They've definitely kind of put a, a stigma on monkeypox as well to be more susceptible to the gay community. Well, they're addressing that it's... The highest frequency right now is of in infection. the MSM, right? So men that have sex with men. So that's where a lot of the cases are happening right now. Mm. And so because a lot of the cases are happening there, they're trying to do targeted interventions. And mm. so that's really what public health is about. You find out what's going on in right. a specific group of people, and you try and intervene to mm -hmm. stop it from continuing. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is that everybody is susceptible potentially right. right right and so the cases are there right now but it could be anybody what does it yeah. do what is it like it's leaving like i mean i'll let dr eddie <laughs> go in detail but it's leaving like actual like uh, like deep like um like scarring like welts and what oh what we were talking about at lunch today is like this these wounds are happening where you're infected. So if you're getting it sexually, these wounds mm. are going to appear yeah. on your genitals. They become ulcers, and so open wounds. God damn, uh, it's like ulcers, fucking right? herpes on steroids. Uh, it's wild. Way, it's different, yeah. but yeah. Way bigger, way badder. Fuck. 
And That's yeah, no I, good. But the, they do pass, and we do have a vaccine for gotcha, it as well, right? Gotcha, gotcha. And so oh. we don't have enough vaccine, and we don't have enough testing yet, and that's a public health issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also defund our public health system, right? So we're not funding public health, and then when there's a public health issue, they're like, what the hell is <laughs> right, going on? Yeah, How can that's we true. Fix it's this? disgrace. Okay, so we got a vaccine for it, though. We should be we're, we're good to go. Well, no, because you think about syphilis, and you think about syphilis is cured by penicillin. Right. But there are still people with ongoing cases of syphilis. And even uh, we mentioned in this study that you can have syphilis for 30 years completely undetected. And this whole time, you're still passing it off to other people. Yeah, if you're a fucking animal, go no, get tested. No, no you can weirdo. be tested, and it's not, oh, showing, it's not up. showing up. Let's back up real okay, quick. Okay, okay, back so it up. Back the train. Back up there, Bluto. Assuming that you have access to health care, which not okay. everyone does in this country, you're assuming a whole bunch of things. Okay. Right. Uh, and so just getting it. In the civilized <laughs> places, Los Angeles and New York. Not everybody has <laughs> health care in Los Angeles and New York. Nah, but, for you can sure go, not. but you can go get tested for free. You know, like you get tested for free everywhere. But getting LA. tested doesn't stop you from getting something. No, I know. But, but, you but if, you don't, if you have syphilis for 30 years and you don't know about it, it's go take some but take some agency and go a, find out if you have it. There's a point where it's almost irreparable damage it does to the yeah body. yeah. Uh, Fuck. And so, but there's different stages of it, right? So in the infection stage, but it doesn't always show up on tests. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. Yeah. So it's going to depend. But is that going to be is that going to be serious though? If it doesn't show up in tests, is that because I know HIV now? Well, a lot of times will not even show up in blood tests because you can reduce it enough. So well, it's, right. So is syphilis going to be serious if it's not detected? The non-detectable number is usually pretty low, but it is there. So there is right. tests that are sensitive enough to do it, but they have to be specific ones to do mm-hmm. the sensitivity. But my question is, if you have syphilis and it's not, it, it won't show up in a normal test, is that enough to, you know, kill you like Al Capone? Or make you go crazy, right? Because didn't it make you, didn't it make you lose your mind or something? I don't know well, the it, to Actually, the re- <gasps> when I was doing some graduate level... Uh, research it was syphilis that brought me into that world because mm. uh, I was super interested in uh, the long-term effects of syphilis and so what it would do to the body like it eats away at the bones yeah like it eats Oof. away entire parts of you and wow. in the old days it would like eat away at the cartilage of your nose right and so what they used to do is like um, attach skin from other parts of your body uh, just to heal it so that they could rebuild like, really a of the nose. Like skin we're graft. talking a long time way before penicillin. Right. right. Oh, penicillin before was penicillin. In the, okay. was in the 1940s when penicillin right. was finally available. So. Got you. But you were even saying, so even when penicillin became available, they were like keeping it from large sections of people who were actually infected by syphilis just to try and see what the long-term effects were going to be. Like yeah. specifically not well, giving the them Well, Tuskegee experiment. That was exactly you know? what we were talking about. Yeah. So yeah. that was a specific experiment that started well done, sir. in the 30s. Uh, and so it was problematic for a, a variety of horrible things. But uh, where yeah. it became problematic. That's the first time you've used problematic where it's appropriate in these string of five podcasts. <laughs> Injecting black men with syphilis that they didn't know about it. Yeah, I'd call it problematic. Let me stop you right there. Hold on, cowboy. Because they weren't injecting people with syphilis, which oh. is a common misconception. But I thought too. I However, they were trying to find out, uh, the study was designed to find out what the progression of syphilis was in right. the African-American male. 
right? Uh. Because there was no study at that point in the 30s that had done that before. It became problematic uh, when in the eight, when in the 1940s penicillin became available and the they refused the, to give it to and them. they didn't tell them that it, one was available right. and two they didn't give it to them. So right. it's problematic for a, a bunch of reasons, but the big one is that they didn't they weren't caring for their health oh. when. So they never actually injected up. them. They did. Uh, I thought the same thing. That's a big. Yeah. That's a huge. It becomes misnomer. more problematic when you're not telling people that they have syphilis mm -hmm. and you're not treating them for it, but they are still married and having children and, yeah. all and passing it on. And so you're you're keeping something that's really important from people. Right. And so there's a long history historically right. in the U.S. Mm -hmm. of these kinds of behaviors, especially yeah. with people of color, uh, and so. It's problematic for a lot of reasons. Because uh, you can, syphilis is one of the things, uh, along with um, HIV, that you can pass along through childbirth. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that about syphilis. Yeah. It's crazy. Something like breastfeeding. Is it through, can you, through breastfeeding, or is it only through vaginal? Uh, the, I'm actually not sure about breastfeeding. Okay. I'm not either. I'm not so sure. I can answer HIV that. for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Through breastfeeding? Sure. HIV? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's a big one in Africa, right? This is, they pass it on. The but, mother will pass it on to the baby. But I know? thought it was already just in their blood system from the... So not everyone born... Now it's less common because now if a mother is HIV positive and she's on antiretrovirals, mm -hmm. um, we can keep them from passing it on. Okay. Right? Mm. So you don't pass it on to the baby. Got it. Uh, but in instances that they're not on medication in certain parts of the world, that becomes incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. right. So you can pass it that way. And if they didn't get it that way, then... Through the breast milk. And so if you're on antiretrovirals and all of that stuff, they actually often uh, suggest not breastfeeding anyway and mm. all of that kind of mm. stuff. So there's some variety and some variation in there. Yeah. So there's not like a one-size-fits-all for anybody. but. Uh, and a lot of these people, I'm sure, don't even know that they were infected if there's not like the appropriate health care in a lot mm. of these places. Like you might not even know you have it, let alone to pass it on to your child. Or I, I'd say that that's certainly possible here. Okay. Even in L.A., mm. yeah. there's lots of people that don't have access to health care, that don't have access to tests, that probably don't know. Mm -hmm. that, uh, And then it becomes an issue of power relationships. Are we talking about men? Are we talking about women? Do are, Who's having sex with other people, potentially? Who's in the relationship that has all the power so you can't ask the other to use right, a condom? Right, so like, right. there's all of those kind of variations, and people are messy. Yeah, uh, I think oh. it's all a little messy. <laughs> yeah, people are messy. <laughs> so what happens, because obviously a lot of people have uh, an allergy to penicillin. I feel like that's probably one of the biggest things uh, that people are allergic to. Fuck. What if you had an allergy to penicillin and you had you came down with syphilis? Sure, penicillin is just one among the class oh, so of drugs. Okay, so there's several. a different variety. There's okay. different types within that same class. The problem becomes, and I feel like now I'm using problem all the time. <laughs> 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 um, but it becomes when certain infections become resistant, and you had mentioned that yeah. briefly in the intro, certain infections like gonorrhea. Super variants. Right, become uh, resistant to most of the drugs that are available, so then there's very few options to treat it, if any at all. Okay. And so then we're probably going into a world, and this is like deeply tied into our pharmaceutical industry, right? So Which there's is no also money. Political size. Political well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no money in making new antibiotics. Mm. There's no money in it. They're cheap. Right. right? Uh, and so back when the pharmaceutical industry was the one that mass produced pharmaceutical, like uh, penicillin and stuff like that, yeah. um, it was because there was money to be made. And now there's ah. not as much money to be made mm -hmm. in new. Uh, 
in finding new drugs of those classes. Got right? you. They don't cost a lot of money. Right. And so since no one's doing that research, we're I think of it almost like a list and we're getting to like the bottom options for some infections. Yeah. And that becomes a huge problem. Well, so, so there might not be a cure for gonorrhea in yes, 20 years. We were talking about that That's on another episode we did that because gonorrhea is getting so like powerful, the drugs that we have aren't going to kill it after so long. We're yeah, definitely yeah. going to live in a world potentially uh, post antibiotics. So you just we got will run gonorrhea. Out. So you just got gonorrhea? Yeah. This is what it is. Well, we will literally well, all of run the out. horrible things it does to your body Damn. and potentially pass it on and the pain while you're urinating right. and all Oof. of those other things forever. Good thing you quit having sex, Johnny. So yeah, you see, you I've never I, I, I feel like gonorrhea is one of those that's not as quite as common as chlamydia. Is that true? No, gonorrhea is more common. Is it more common? I'll say I've it never depends. had it. I'll say, what? <laughs> this is bullshit, dude. <laughs> I'll say it depends because it's fucking I've been ripped off. <laughs> You got to rip off the condom every once in a while, Johnny. Yeah, really I take do. some risk. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exclusively. In fact, if it's on there, it's already a bum night, you know? Um, damn, it that's depends. wild. And so some states are like number one for specific right. infections. So it changes all the time. California is number one. It's for been, gonorrhea? It's been uh, number one when I was in Louisiana for grad school. Louisiana was also number one for syphilis. So wow. it really just depends. And sometimes it's the, way the behind out there. Sometimes the difference is just one big outbreak, right? One big outbreak can thrust you from five, from yeah. five to number one. Yeah. Uh, and so that happens in environments where people are having lots of sex. So this monkeypox shit, this is like, uh, <laughs> they declared it a, 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 a emergency, the World Health Organization, but did we they? know that they're fucking, you they know, did. It's corrupt a few days ago. shit. Oh, I but, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. News to me. Now, what does that take? Because I feel like you only said there's literally hundreds of cases here in California. Hundreds in California, hundreds, almost Almost thousand in New York as of but yesterday. that doesn't feel what about like Europe though. What about Europe? Do so, we know, but they're global cases, and so to like a pandemic is defined by crossing borders okay, per se, gotcha. right? So like it's become a health emergency because of the number of cases and the amount of time. Got it. Right, and so the director of the WHO, a real very smart man, uh, they're very very conservative when they make those decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's uh, something that we have to. It's an emergency, and we have to be conscious of it. We. In the U.S. had 300,000 roughly uh, doses of vaccine, but not mm -hmm. all countries have that, right? Mm -hmm. And so now it's global or there's different specific areas of the, the planet yeah. that are not only susceptible, but that's where all the cases are, that don't have vaccine. Right, we so. happen to have some vaccine. Right, but, but not enough. Not enough and not enough access. And then it becomes an issue of not enough testing, right? right? It's always mm -hmm. a testing issue. And we learned some lessons with COVID, but not really. But we have a long history of not learning public health lessons. What is the what is the monkeypox test? Is it urine? Is it blood? Is it what is it? So I, I they could probably they can definitely do it through blood. Okay. Uh, and so I don't know if there's a urine okay. test. Okay. Um, and so for the poxes, you, they used to be able to test the scab too. Mm, okay. The scab on the like ulcer. with tuberculosis when you chest for tuberculosis you just see the reaction but it's not a no because they inject under the skin for that yeah and then if you have a reaction so the testing the scab of the pox, oh of the actual pox, i yeah. see what yeah. you're saying okay, that's how they okay, used to okay. do it in the old days for sure oh interesting yeah. that's also how they 
came up with vaccines, but that's a different conversation. What? How, what do you mean by by testing the for the smallpox and stuff? So they would cowpox doesn't have the same effect on the human body. I didn't as know there was a cowpox. Does. And so did you know? Cow no, pox? I had no idea. You yeah, can infect. Well, back we're talking hundreds of years at, okay. at this point, right? Two hundred. Uh, that's how they came up with vaccines by giving people the cowpox. The dosage of cowpox, and then they were immune to smallpox. Small correct. Interesting. So you blow a cow. How do you get that? So now we got to get COVID, so you don't get monkeypox. And they in, put it in the, in your skin, and then you have it. Interesting. Wow. So they're <laughs> gen, they're just infecting you with another disease that is not going to kill you to counteract this disease. Back in the day, how they invented. Got That's how it. vaccination came into. Interesting. Wow. That's fascinating. I feel like it can probably just be cured with like some mushrooms and some weed. But what do I know? Yeah, they'll figure it all out. I'm not too worried about <laughs> we'll it. Rub a little dirt on it. There are some fungi that have antibacterial properties. Yeah. So there, there's there's a relationship there that you're, yeah. you're swimming I'm on around. To something. You're swimming around. I'm on to sure. something for sure. For sure. Uh, what else have we not addressed with this? Okay. So uh, the HPV, human papillomavirus, uh, almost all. All Americans carry this. Everybody's right? got it. Everybody yeah. is. Evidently. Everybody's living with this, and we a don't even know it. Sure. A large percentage. <laughs> um, so, but it is something that we know you also can get vaccinated for. And obviously, the younger you get vaccinated for it, the better. And probably before you become sexually active at all. Mm. That's when the vaccination. That's when the, a lot of the public health vaccine campaigns are for. Okay. So it's, you know, twelve, thirteen, and that's where a lot of parents have had a lot of pushback in mm -hmm. that area because thinking of your child like a previous episode of talking about nana mm -hmm. having sex the thought of having your child right. have sex the right. problem is the child is going to grow up and the child is going to have right. sex yeah Absolutely. what's what's worse dude fucking Giving kitty porn cancer? or grandma porn well, oh, oh I sorry just we're still in porn oh no 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 <laughs> no i was talking about answer me now which is worse earlier yes, I kitty know. porn <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Right. But that's not where we were going that's with That's not this. where we were oh, going. Sorry, we were sorry. saying you don't want to envision I grandma to pull getting... I wanted to out a curveball. Sure. I wanted you to know? throw a curve. I just want to make sure you guys are on the right side. <laughs> Some people have an issue even thinking about their yes, child of course, being sexually of course. active. Since yeah. the vaccine has to happen at a young age, right. typically. They've, right. they've changed the age, so they've expanded the age. Group, right. Right? But when it... Uh, first came out, it was very young. Well, and it's, so it it's most important for women to get it, right? Because you guys can get cervical cancer. We have more issues with more it. More issues, yes. right? Yeah. Because I don't know if I even have an HPV vaccine. You probably don't, based on your age. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they you would have aged out before it was available. Before it was a thing. And they yeah. Changed. It was they extended it to 26, but right. by then you would have been past 26. Yeah. So you can't go yeah. and get one now. Like he couldn't go now and get an HPV. Vaccine. It depends because chances are he probably has it. Oh, so oh, yeah. Said, oh, no done. chance. Yeah. Full <laughs> chance. Full chance. Well, it's over 90% of people right. yeah. that are sexually right. active right. Uh, right, right, potentially right. have it. And so we want to curve it because of the impacts long term on. Long term, yeah. Uh, definitely on vaginal health. But right. also, men do potentially get some bad what, right. too. What, are, what does happen to men it, outside? It depends. Okay. Right. And so okay. it's not going to be a cancer like a. Like a prostate cancer i'm not it gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i got a small wart on the very base of my shaft it's very small it's it almost stays in... no it just popped up a couple days ago oh doesn't stay well maybe that's just general warts general genital did i say general yes genital <laughs> but where does the wart come from though isn't that a wart and i haven't had sex in a while well, so but isn't you could that have, you could have rubbed up against somebody else that had a skin wart no i haven't i haven't boned in like a month so 
well, it's not going to happen overnight, right? So right. some people like freak out, not. they'll have sex, and then the next day they'll notice a redness, right. and then they'll freak out. That's right. typically not how it happens. It's right. usually, there is some some time lag. I but think, that's HPV, though. That comes from HPV, right? The genital wart is the... The, is that the? So I don't know. Though I mean, we get humans get warts all over, right? Right, and so penile warts happen, okay. and so they exist in the world. Mm -hmm. So it depends on a variety of things. What you're you going to have to show, Doctor Eddie. No, basically. yeah. What you <laughs> might consider like it, dude. absolutely on the show. We're doing some Howard Stern radio. <laughs> no, um, but you definitely should bring it up if you go to see a physician anytime soon. Right, right? Okay. Only because guys are really bad at that. And they're yep. often embarrassed to say, hey, there's a little redness, there's a little thing here. Right. What is it? I think your physician would be better equipped. Not only that, they might send you to a dermatologist because it might be something like that. Right. So a lot of things that happen, and we didn't get to this, and we'll probably talk about it next time when we talk about more penis things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's a lot of things that happen that have nothing to do with STIs. And so that's where it becomes sensitive. True, true, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it could right. just be Probably. a ward or right. it could just be a thing. It could be an ingrown yeah. hair, which right. hairs grow up the shaft. Yeah, it's true. Right? It could be all sorts of things. And so a good point. let's not let's, let's not, not throw out a, a label just right. yet. Let's be um, yeah, let's not freak out. <laughs> what I would say is don't ignore it. Right. Yeah. Right? And so if it's there for a little while, then have a professional check. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Not me in public health, but you might yeah. want your physician. Somebody specific. <laughs> right. Somebody qualified. So, Just kidding. And don't squeeze your sores. Don't, don't like, oh, yeah, God. no, but that needs oh. to be said. That is something that happens. Glad if, you told me now. If someone sees a sore, are you, you know, it, uh, especially like herpes will get a little white head on the top of it. And so you'll think, oh, it's a pimple. Go to pop it. Right. But what all you're really doing is making it worse. And then you right. can send more infection to different areas right, right. of the body. So mm -hmm. it's something that needs to be said. This is still sex education. These yep. are things that people just don't yep. know. So it's a scary world out there. But honestly, for the most part, there are ways that you can cure them for now um, until uh, gonorrhea takes over and we all die of it. Bacterial yeah. ones, not viral. But wait, yeah. wait, what do you mean? Curing. A ways to treat the bacterial Correct. and not the yes, no. you're, yes, no. because you'll basically live with like a syphilis or um, HIV for not life, a syphilis because that's bacterial. Oh, I thought it was a virus. No, you get rid of syphilis. My, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, not syphilis. I meant um, um, herpes. No, herpes. Yes, but um, HPV. No. HPV. No. HIV. No. Let's just start throwing viruses. Yeah. I know. Why did wait? I did think syphilis was still in the virus category. No, maybe you were it's not. thinking because some people can have it for years and yeah, years. And yeah, years right? yeah, so yeah. You can yeah. have it for okay. thirty years. Mm. Okay. Um, but it can be treated and cured and. Yes. Okay. Uh, but you, a lot of times, for those people that have had it for thirty years, mm -hmm. um, which is rare but still happens, mm -hmm. uh, the damage that it does to the human body to you can't body. fix, right? Mm. So a lot of those damages because it starts to eat away at bone or cartilage mm -hmm. and things like that, that can't be reversed. Gotcha. Um, but you can cure it. Right. Yeah. And even with the viruses, you can definitely take medications that will keep your levels down and keep you from experiencing the actual um, symptoms definitely, that like come along with the viruses. Like that, yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's pretty common. And herpes certainly has seen some upshot. Yeah. Uh, in certain. Oh, really? It depends. Well, it depends I, by state and it depends yeah. by city and it depends on all that stuff. Right. But there's certainly... Uh, increases mm -hmm. of all STIs across the board, but you mm -hmm. see that because now we have something called PrEP and we briefly mm -hmm. talked about mm -hmm. it previously. And so since you can't get HIV, which has been something that everybody's been really afraid of, mm -hmm. um, now you can take PrEP preemptively and right. not, even if you have sex with someone that's HIV positive, mm -hmm. you can't get it. Mm -hmm. The problem is now you're having sex with someone without a condom right. and now 
all the other STIs are going up because right. more more people are on PrEP, less people are using condoms. Right. Or do you think it's really a number increase or do you think it's a, a reporting increase that we're now we're actually having the conversations and talking about it that necessarily, because I would think during like the Great Depression or like the wars, I would just feel like people are fucking like crazy, right? So I feel like the numbers might have still been there. We just might not have been reporting on them. Probably after the war. Well, Probably not well, a lot of fucking right. going on during <laughs> after, the war. You're you know? yeah, well, it you're depends correct. on what we're talking about, right? So there were very high STI rates for our military stationed in other countries, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a long history uh, uh, yeah. of, a lot of sailors, good yeah. sailors and military guys mm-hmm. back in the day, right? In the yeah. 30s and 40s. Uh, so STI rates were quite high. Yeah. Uh, and that's where a lot of those VD kind of old infomercials yeah. come from and those old advertising. There's super interesting yeah. uh, to think about the context for which all of this was c- occurring at the time. Did a yeah. war of the night give you the clap? <laughs> That's good well, news. You know, even today in Amsterdam. You can fight the Japanese by <laughs> getting your vaccine job. You actually sound like an ad from the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> Better time, simple time. <laughs> but you know what a I was going to say? Time, horrible time. <laughs> everything was boiled. No penicillin. So many things were boiled. Yeah, spam was a delicacy. But even today in like in Amsterdam, they will even tell you, like, uh, in the Museum of Sex, which obviously I went to when I was there, but they tell you that the red light district is red because it will cover up the sores, so you can't see, like, the herpes sores and things like that. Like, that's Oh, that's why they named like, it the red light for. district? Yes, that's why they're in red light. There, there's, there's a lot to unpack in everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it at the sex museum. Absolutely. <laughs> However... Um, it really brings up the conversation of regulation of the sex industry, right? And so the argument for uh, legalizing and regulating it is that it requires everyone to be tested. Tested. It's safer Mm -hmm. for everybody, right? And so for the countries, both of our neighbors here in the U.S. actually, that have regulated prostitution, um, they have health care. There's still stigma. There's still a lot of stigma attached. And so it's not necessarily... uh, do I want to be a doctor or do I want to be a lady of the evening? Mm-hmm. That's Those aren't necessarily the options, right? Because there's still a lot of stigma attached. But because it's regulated, uh, people are tested. So like in the yeah. adult film industry for yourself, you guys are pretty regulated because yeah. you guys have to test every two weeks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, And so that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if everybody is people are going to continue to have sex. Right. Or, right. And so making believe that they're not going to continue to have sex is where we all get into problems. Yeah. So if we approach it as everyone is going to have sex, how do we make it safer? Yeah. I think it's a better argument. hundred percent. And so like the red light districts, it depends on where you are and where yeah. it's regulated. And in Amsterdam, they have really great health care yeah. and they, things are regulated and the women are very well taken care yes, of. Yes, They're beautiful. And in yeah. the U S it's very different. Yeah. Uh, right. And so we have, a history in the U.S. like New Orleans, it's like a subculture, before. a scary subculture. And so Nevada also has like the Bunny Ranch yeah. or whatever it's called, brothels. And, yeah. And so, but they're not allowed in Vegas, in Las Vegas, because the it's outside. based on population. Yeah. It's, yeah. And so all of those things still require a little bit of regulation, which yeah. gives us more testing, makes it safer because people are going to do it anyway. Right. Obviously. I am. I don't know about you, Johnny. I think you're out of the sex. Am I going to be a? Am I going to work as a sex worker? <laughs> I think it's never too late to be that desperate. <laughs> Find and, a new you know, profession. Yeah, yeah. I think OnlyFans has been a God's gift to uh, jacking off for money. Yeah, you know? I think so. 
I made a few videos today and a few thousand dollars, so it was nice for me. Fucking A. <laughs> All right, guys, that, we're going to wrap it up for this episode. I, I am going to link a few things on here so you can do your own research and just uh, see where we got all this lovely information from Dr. Eddie, our um, public health researcher. Thank you again for being on the show. Uh, Johnny, before we head out, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, at Mr. Johnny Mitchell on Instagram, the Johnny, wait, 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 youtube.com <laughs> slash Johnny Mitchell, my YouTube page. We got so much content up there. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Numbers are growing. And The Fuck Men is the name of my podcast with my friend Leo. It's uh, you know, a dating advice show for men and women, mostly men. It's 100% men who listen to it. So if you're a chick that likes that kind of shit, please come over. We need you. We need some ladies listening. Yes. Cool. Thank you again for being on the show. And, uh, Thanks for having me. Until next time, you guys. Adios. Peace.